Hello, everybody. Welcome to JT Media 27. Uh, I'm your host, Jack. Today's uh, we're going to go over some college football, uh, NFL, EPL, Champions League, UFC, usual stuff. But starting off, let's just uh, get into it. College football. Um, I just got done watching the LSU game. Fantastic game. Uh, massive respect to Auburn. They put up a really, really good game, especially their defense. Uh, quarterback struggled, but their defense really played well, and the running back, too. Um, anyway, so I'm just going to go over uh, my top, I, I'd say, I don't know, I'm going to go over some of my top rankings, my personal rankings, uh, for what I should, what I think they should be going into this next week, uh, week nine, I believe, of college football. Um and and just where I think all the teams should rank, uh, you know, this far in the season. At, at number one, I think LSU should be in that spot. It was a really close game against Auburn, but they pulled it out again. Uh, their their team has just been unbelievable this season. They've had the hardest schedule this season, and they've still won. They're undefeated eight zero. Uh, their next game is against Alabama. I believe Tua is going to be back. I don't I don't think he's going to be one hundred percent fit. It'll still be a close game though. Uh, and but I'm I'm still putting I'm still putting LSU top as of right now. Um, be, just because of the again another really close hard fought game against Auburn that they've won. Alabama they haven't played too many tough teams as of yet. Their first tough team they're gonna play in my opinion is LSU, uh, which is gonna be a very very close very good game in Tuscaloosa in two weeks I believe. Um, so that should be a really good game to watch. Anyways. LSU, I have one. Uh, after this week, I'm going to put Alabama at two um, because I, I think it'll be a closer game. It won't be close. It'll be a closer game for Alabama standards against Arkansas uh, since they're missing Tua. And LSU, another hard-fought win. I'm putting them ahead of Alabama for this week. Um, number three, I'm sticking with Ohio State. They have been dominant. They beat a very strong Wisconsin team dominantly. Um, it wasn't close. Ohio State... In my opinion, their defense is the best in college football, and they are looking unbelievable. Um, so three for them. Four, um, I'm sticking with Clemson. I, I, I don't like this, um, and I do think Clemson will drop out of the top four by the end of the season. I, I think they're going to be the one that's going to drop out. I think it's going to be um, pretty crazy, but they've been playing way too easy teams, way too close. Um and I think they're going to drop out. I'm still going to leave them in the top four just because they are, you know, the reigning champs and everything. They have a really good team. But if they don't step it up, I could see them dropping out. And maybe like, a, you know, Penn State or Notre Dame possibly, Oregon. Oregon, I really think, could jump up, you know. Um, but anyway, so uh, Clemson, I'm leaving in four for right now. Um, Oklahoma it would, you know, as of right now, not updated. They're in fifth. For me, they're dropping all the way down to uh, to eighth. I haven't dropped that far down. This loss was huge today. It was it was massive. Um, they were not supposed to lose that game. And for me, unless something incredible happens and a bunch of teams lose, uh, as of right now, they're they're out of the title um, or the the playoff conversation. Um, Penn State uh, eight no. I think that they could again. Their schedule's not good enough, and I just don't think. I think whenever they do play Ohio State, they'll lose. Um, I just don't think they're going to be there. But anyways, as for the rank, as for rankings purposes, uh, I'm going to put um, depending on the here. Here's what I'm going to say: If Notre Dame wins tonight against Michigan, I'm going to put Notre Dame all the way up. Even though they have a even though they have a loss, I'm going to put them all the way up into fifth spot. 
and then they'll put um then they'll put Penn State uh down staying in six. Um Florida, I'm okay with leaving at seven. Um Oregon, I'm gonna move up all the way to um to eighth. Ninth, I'm gonna leave Auburn. I'm gonna stick with Auburn. They had a very, very good close game against LSU, who, you know, in my rankings, I'm gonna have them the number one team this week. I'm leaving Auburn down in uh in ninth. And even though they have two losses. In tenth, I'm sticking with Georgia. Um they're gonna get a win, but again, that loss was was huge. So those are my top ten uh for college football. Um it went LSU, Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, um, and those were my top four right there. Uh in six, uh I'm or sorry, in fifth, I'm gonna have Notre Dame if they beat Michigan. Uh in six, Penn State, seven, Florida, eight, um sorry, eight is I believe that's Auburn. Nine is Oregon. No, no, eight's Oregon. My bad. Uh, nine is Auburn. Ten is Georgia. So that's my top ten um, rankings after this week. Um, you know, it's still pending on a couple results, but LSU for me is number one. Uh, they they battled hard against a really tough Auburn team and got the win. Um, now they're going into another bye week, which is where they have two, um, and they're going to be ready to play Alabama. We'll see what happens. Hopefully their cornerback heals up. And we get a completely healthy, fair game because that is the this season has been unbelievable. This has been the most entertaining season because we don't know who's going to win it. Um, previous years it's either going to be Alabama or Clemson for like the past four years. This year there's so many better teams. It's so good, so close. It's really fun to watch. Um, yeah, I, I that I in my opinion that's the biggest game in college football that there's been in at least uh, I'm going to say six years. It's going to be. Um, Really, really big game in Alabama, and uh, I don't know who I don't. I honestly don't know who's going to win. It's going to be close. Okay, uh, moving on now to the NFL. I'm going to give you my full game predictions for Week Eight of the NFL season. Um, starting off with my Seahawks against the uh, the Falcons. Oh, sorry. Real quick recap over Thursday night. Vikings beat the Redskins, 19 to nine. Wasn't pretty. They got it done. Kirk Cousins won on prime time, uh, which I think is just the biggest takeaway here. It wasn't pretty, but they got it done. I'm still not trusting him, though. They didn't blow him out. They didn't do great against the Redskins. And even Case Keenum got hurt, and Dwayne Haskins came in. However, they did get it done. Um, and, yeah, I, 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 the Vikings look good. The Vikings look good. And I think they, they're still a dark horse to win their division. I think the Packers right now have it unlocked, but I think they could catch up. Um, okay, anyways, prediction-wise. Starting off tomorrow, Seahawks-Falcons. Um... I'm. This is an interesting game. Uh, Falcons. Their record is so terrible, but I just don't think their team is that bad. It's weird. Um, it's in Atlanta, so you can expect the stadium to be half filled because they're all going to the Atlanta United game later this week. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm going to take the Seahawks here. It's not going to be comfortable. It's going to be a little shaky. Um, coming off that loss to the uh, to the Ravens, there'll be a couple mistakes, but I believe we will overall um, get it fixed and uh, go on to win the game. Against the Falcons, who are one and six, it's not it's not going good for them. They'll go on to one and seven. Um, again, I just think that their season is kind of you know just kind of like last year. They have so much potential going in, but then they just lose it all in the span of a couple games, and then like j- they just let all the momentum destroy their entire season. Uh, so I don't know. I I think the Falcons have so much potential, especially with that offense. Um, and then also losing Muhammad Sanu. 
to the Patriots is also it's just a huge thing. Um, ah, and, and yeah, so I'm taking the Seahawks here. A couple mistakes, but overall they'll win it. Chargers Bears. Um, taking the Bears here again won't be pretty, but the Chargers have just lost so much, and they can't put anything together. They're like the Chargers of old. Um, taking the Bears here. Uh, Giants Lions gonna take. The Lions, it'll be close. Um, however, if there was to be a major upset here, I would take the Giants. And it's not even that major of an upset, but the, I, I'm taking the Lions because I do believe their team is good enough to beat this Giants team. However, the Giants could pull off an upset here um, with Daniel Jones at quarterback. He hasn't been great, but he's been better than Eli Manning has. Jets-Jaguars, um... Hmm, this is another interesting game. Taking the Jaguars here, uh, just because I think the Jets are still baggered from their loss against the Patriots. Um, and also Gardner Minshew. Yeah, there you go. Jaguars beat the Jets. Um, it'll be close, though. Bengals, Rams. Okay, hear me out here. I'm taking the Rams. Don't get me wrong. It's in London, though. It'll be a very, very close game. It'll be extremely close. And you're saying, okay, what? It's an 0-7 Bengals team against the Rams. It's not going to be close. I'm saying it's in London. Anything can happen. And uh, the Rams will get it done. But it'll be shaky. That's what, that's all I'm saying. Just, that's all I'm saying. Um, Buccaneers, Titans, James Winston versus Marcus Mariota. Both kind of busts, kind of not. Uh, actually, is it Ryan Tannehill? I don't know. Who, who knows? Uh, taking the Buccaneers here. Better coach. Going Bruce Arians. Um, just going off the better coaching. Really could go either way. Eagles, Bills. Uh, sorry, Tommy. Taking the Bills here. Um, better defense. Better morale. Uh, better record. Just overall, you know, I, I'm taking, I think, I like this Bills team better than the Eagles team right now. I think the Eagles are struggling. Uh, and they, they're away from home in Buffalo on a winning streak. I'm taking the Bills. Um, Broncos, Colts. This is going to be a very, very close and low-scoring game. But I'm going to go ahead and go with the Colts. I think Jacoby Brissett can make that a little throw. But the Broncos will be able to run it on the Colts because they don't have the best defensive line um, and make it a game. Um, but Joe Flacco won't be able to bring bring it home. Cardinal Saints, Drew Brees is returning for this game. I actually don't like that. Rather than play um, Teddy Bridgewater. For this game, because they have the bye week next week, so they could play Teddy Bridgewater for this game. It's against the Cardinals, so it's not really a high risk game. They're most likely going to win it either way. So that's that's where I see they could you know play Drew B, Drew Brees in this game uh, because it's a low risk game. I still wouldn't take that chance though. I'd play Teddy Bridgewater here, get the win, go into the bye week, then play Drew Brees. Either way though, they're getting Drew Brees in a little bit, um, then going to the bye week. But if he gets hurt, that's bad, especially against the Cardinals. Panthers 49ers. This is my big upset. Panthers win. Um, I believe it's in Carolina. I could double check that. I believe it's in Carolina. Panthers on the win streak. 49ers on the win streak. But the Panthers have Christian McCaffrey who will be able to run it on the 49ers. The Panthers will stop the 49ers run game and get the win against the 49ers. Finally, ending the 49ers win streak against, um, you know, because they've been, they've had, they haven't played anybody good. Uh, and the Panthers aren't a great team, but they're good. They're undefeated under Kyle Allen. So, Taking the Panthers here. Big upset. That's my big one. Um, Raiders, Texans. Um, ooh. I'm going to go with the Texans here. Um, I, I don't think it'll be that close. It'll be like a 40-20 game. Deshaun Watson will rebound. Browns, Patriots. Okay. 
Patriots will win by like 10 points, but it won't be a complete blowout, but nobody will really remember the game. Everybody will know the Browns will lose. It won't be too close, but it won't be a blowout either. Um, Packers, Chiefs, Packers will win. Chiefs are without Patrick Mahomes. Chiefs will fall to, I believe, 4-3, and 3-3 three, three and three around there. Um, their defense is going to be all over their backup quarterback, um, which I believe is Matt Castle. I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, but their defense is going to dominate this game. Um, the Packers are going to win against the Chiefs. Look out, though. The Chiefs will have one or two big plays. Tyree Kill is a stud. It doesn't matter who's at quarterback. He will get open. Their running back game with LaShawn McCoy and Damian Williams is not terrible. They will be able to mix that up with the Packers a little bit. So the Packers need to stay on their toes. Um, but as long as Aaron Rodgers can do what he does, um, I believe the Packers will get the win here. Um, Monday night. Uh, why is this the Monday night game? We don't know. Dolphins Steelers. Oh, yes. We all want to stay up for this in the, over here on the East Coast. 815. Steelers um, over the Dolphins. It, it won't be close. But honestly, if if I'm if unless you're a fan of the Steelers or the Dolphins, no. Even if you're a fan of the Dolphins, don't watch this game. I, I mean, it, it it's football. It's on or whatever. But I mean, is the World Series on or something? That's probably more entertaining than this. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Steelers will win. Um, why is this a Monday night game, NFL? <laughs> but anyway, so those are my that's my total NFL predictions. Um, you know, for for everything that's going on. Yeah. Um, now we're moving into soccer, specifically EPL and Champions League. Liverpool plays Tottenham tomorrow. Sunday, Manchester United plays um, Norwich. Should be fun. Uh, real quick, I'm gonna go over the table. Liverpool is in first, still on 25 points, only nine matches played. Man City won again today, 22 points, uh, 10 matches played. Leicester City won uh nine nothing away from home. Unbelievable game. Nine nothing in Sheffield or no not Sheffield, Southampton. A team that's been in the Premier League. What in the world? Um and Southampton plays Manchester City <laughs> in two games, so they're about to get destroyed. Um anyways, Leicester City has been incredible this season, standing on twenty points. Um and yeah. And and, and honestly, I mean come on with this. If Liverpool and Manchester City were normal clubs like Chelsea, Arsenal, Manchester United, Tottenham, you know, like having, you know, like normal seasons, they would be in first right now. Leicester City needs to be happy with it. They've been incredible because really we know the title race is going to be going to be between Liverpool and Manchester City. They need to, they can really can't complete for uh, a Champions League spot, especially right now. I seriously think they could finish third. They're looking unbelievable right now. Okay, uh, moving down. Chelsea, by the way, Christian Pulisic scored a hat-trick today. So happy for him. They finally started him, got a hat-trick. Unbelievable. Chelsea is in fourth. They've rebounded up 20 points. Arsenal fifth, only nine matches played, 15 points. Crystal Palace as well, nine matches played, 14 points. Sheffield, Bournemouth, West Ham, Tottenham in 10th. They have not been playing well, although only nine matches played with the win. They will shoot all the way up to six. 11th Burnley, they lost uh, today to Chelsea 4-2. to two. They actually scored two late in the game, but that was uh, Christian Pulisic's hat-trick. Uh, Brighton, Wolves, again, they've dropped, but with a win, they only have nine matches played. With a win, they could potentially shoot all the way up to um, to six as well. Um, so I, I, around seventh. Uh, 14th, uh, Aston Villa, they... Um, they lost to Manchester City today. They did good in the first half, but then just kind of died off in the second half. Um, in 15th, Manchester United. 
Only nine matches played, but still in 15th spot. Wow. 16th, Everton. Nobody's been talking about it, but Everton's been just as bad as Manchester United. In fact, worse, because they're sitting in 16th on 10 matches played. So there's no hope for them. Newcastle, nine matches played, eight points. Southampton, again, losing 9-0. Like, at home, too. It was a, uh, Sorry, it was the biggest away win in uh, Premier League history. Um, they're in, in the relegation zone. Norwich is, uh, is as well. But, again, I, I feel like Norwich shouldn't be. I, whenever I watch them play, they're good. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just me. And in 20th, Watford, who have been so bad this season. Uh, they can't put anything together. All right. Um, predictions now. Um, for this for this uh, Newcastle Wolves, I'm taking Wolves here 3-1. to one. Uh, Arsenal, Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace will win 2-1. to one. Defensive game, Crystal Palace will win. Liverpool, Tottenham. Liverpool, 3-2. High-scoring game at Anfield, but it is Anfield. Liverpool will win. Norwich, Manchester United, big upset here, 1-1. One, one. Um, or is it that, it's not that big, I guess, but Norwich will string some stuff together, uh, get a draw um, against Manchester United. So, now, uh, it's not this week, but next week there's some other Champions League stuff going on. And I'm just going to predict, uh, real right now, I'll go over it more in depth, but I'm just going to go over like the big, the bigger games. So, Napoli versus Red Bull Salzburg, the Holland guy versus Napoli. I'm taking Red Bull Salzburg. I'm thinking about it. Uh, two to one. I like the Holland guy. I like how he's going off. Uh, and it was really close in Napoli. It'll be they'll win at home. Um, Dortmund enter. They're playing again. Uh, this week. Uh, or next week, I guess I should say. No, that this was no, it is this week. No, is it? I don't know. Who knows? But a lot. Uh, so November fifth, Dortmund enter. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take. Dortmund here, enter one, uh, it'll be 2-1 for Dortmund at home. Chelsea, Ajax, Ajax lost at home, but for some reason, if you ever watch Ajax games, they do better away from home in the Champions League, they will win 3-1 against Chelsea, unless Ballistic plays, in which case, uh, it'll be like 50-0 for Chelsea, because he'll score all the goals, never mind, um, so let's see, uh, Lokomotiv Moscow, Juventus, Juventus will win this game comfortably, Bayer Leverkusen, Atletico, Atletico will win 3-1, um, and I'm going to say Real Madrid, Galatasaray, Real Madrid won at Galatasaray, which is a really tough play to pl- place to play. So they'll win, uh, in Madrid as well. Okay. Uh, uh, with that, moving on to UFC now, um, by the way, real, really, really quick. I, I hope you listened to the podcast on my predictions because I got five out of five here. So if you were on Verdict MMA and got five out of five, Congrats. Um, but anyways, really good card. Um, Damian Maya won over Ben Askren by submission, like we said. Uh, again, Ben Askren's a wrestler. He's going to try and take Damian Maya down. What does Damian Maya do best? I believe he is the best submission artist in UFC history. Yes, that includes Hoist Gracie. Hoist Gracie introduced it. Damian Maya has perfected it. He is one of the last pure stylists in UFC, and he is unbelievable at it. He beat Ben Askren by submission round three. Uh, Stevie Ray beat Michael Johnson. Questionable decision here, but he just put on a fantastic third round. And you know judges nowadays, they judge off the last round that they see. So, congrats to Stevie Ray. I don't agree with it. I think it should have been a draw, in all honesty. But Stevie Ray got the decision off a really good uh, last round. Benil Dariush won by a submission in round one. Now, I predicted Benil Dariush. I predicted it by a decision. Um, But Frank Camacho went in for a stupid uh, takedown and just... 
got rear naked, choked right off the bat. Um, heavyweight, uh, the gain guy got a submission in the round three. Actually, the latest submission in UFC heavyweight history at four minutes forty six seconds. So he only had around he only had fourteen seconds left in the fight to uh, to get the win. He did. It was a heel hook too. So this guy is really incredible. He's five and zero. Oh. Look out for Gain, uh, Sir Sir Sir, sorry, Serial Gain, C I Y C I R Y L Gain. Um, he's gonna be coming up. Sorry about your name. He's gonna be. He's a real up and comer um, in the UFC, and he looks incredible, um, especially against Maze in this fight. And to start off the card, it was uh, Muslim Salakov versus. Lorena Stripoli, and uh, he won by decision because he's just a really good Samba fighter, um, like a lot of the Russians are. Okay, um, really quick, I want to talk to you about Nate Diaz. This whole situation that's going on, been on, uh, that's been going on. Um, it's basically been <laughs> the two days since we last recorded the podcast. Um, the USDA thing reported that he was found for some substance. They wouldn't tell him. Basically, what they told him was to just keep it behind and they would deal with it after the fight this is exactly what they told neil magny neil magny actually listened to him but then the fight got called out uh, called off because um you know they, they they thought oh yeah you definitely are we're not even going to do an investigation well it turns out they did and of course neil magny is one of the more stand-up guys everybody knew he wasn't cheating of course he wasn't cheating but he got cheated out of that thing and had to serve him any suspension because of it. Anyways, Nate Diaz is like, okay, I'm definitely not doing this stuff. It makes it public. And everybody freaks out. Like, whoa, what's going on? This fight's about to be off. This is the biggest, uh, one of the biggest draws of the year. It's the BMF title. Everything's going crazy. Well, it turns out they, that that worked. So if you're a UFC fighter and uh, you're you're getting caught and you know for sure you didn't do it, Make it public because then it speeds up the process. And then today they found him not uh, guilty of whatever he was doing. Um, and the fight's still on. So, I, I mean, good for Nate Diaz for bringing that up. But USDA really needs to get together. And they should stop before they announce something. They need to get it 100% that that is the substance that they are doing. Because this just screws up way too many fights. We're missing out on way too many fights because of these stupid uh, drug allegations that aren't true. So... Hopefully it gets figured out. Um, hopefully Dana White has a talk to him. I don't really know. But uh, anyway, so yeah. Um, the next big fight is UFC 244, and that is actually um, Jorge Masvidal versus Nate Diaz. That's actually this Saturday. Um, not Sorry, not this Saturday. Next Saturday. Uh, it's a fantastic card. Darren Till, Kelvin Gaslam, Stephen Thompson, Vicente Luque, Derek Lewis, Belogne Ivanov, um, who look out for him. He might be good. Kevin Lee versus Gregor Golovsky, um, just top to bottom, an amazing card. Um, and yeah, I think that's going to be it for this podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, this has been Jack with JT Media, your podcast for the latest in sports news. Thanks for listening, guys.